The Jivan Mukta, or The Liberated Man, by Swami Nikilananda. Vedantic seers say that one cannot attain complete freedom and knowledge in this life by experiencing Nirvikalpa Samadhi once or twice. Only by repeated practice can one become established in Brahman and rid oneself of all the vestiges of Maya. The seed of ignorance must be fully roasted in the fire of Brahma-gyana, the knowledge of the Absolute, so that it may never germinate again. Thus alone does one become a Jivanmukta, liberated in this life, though still living in a human body. Such a man breaks through the fetters of attachment and rushes out of this prison house of the world as a lion rushes out of its cage. This freedom is achieved when one is rid of ignorance and its paralyzing effect. Ajivan Mukta demonstrates, by his life and action, the reality of Brahman and the illusoriness of the names and forms of the relative world. Having himself crossed the ocean of birth and death, he helps others to the shore of immortality. Such a man keeps religion alive, not the erudite theologians. Ajivan Mukta is freed from the results of action, the stored-up impressions of past actions which, in the case of an unillumined person, bring about future embodiments, cannot in his case produce any fruit. Actions performed by him after his experience of the Nirvikalpa Samadhi do not cling to him because he is free from desires and ego. Whether he is in Samadhi or conscious of the outer world, his illumination is steady and his bliss constant. Though he may sometimes seem to others to be like an unillumined person in respect to hunger, thirst, or sleep, yet he himself is never oblivious of his real nature of immortal consciousness. Free from desires, free from worries and fears, he is not identified with the body, though he still possesses one. Though appearing to be active, he is free from the ideas of I and mine. He never forgets that the spirit within is always at peace, though the gunas may engage his body in various works. He does not dwell on the enjoyments of the past, takes no thought of the future, and is indifferent about the present. Completely free from the illusory notion of the physical individuality, he is aware of his identity with all beings. He is conscious that he feels through all hearts, walks with all feet, eats through all mouths, and thinks with all minds. He regards the pain and pleasure of others as his own pain and pleasure. Physical death and birth have no meaning for him. A change of body being to him like a change of garments or going from one room to another. About such a person it can be truly said that he exists because he has become one with existence. He knows because he has become one with knowledge, and he enjoys bliss because he has become one with bliss, absolute. 
He does not have to come back to the world of darkness again, for he has entered into the world of light. If compassion for mankind moves him to assume again a body, he is born as a free soul, always conscious of his divine nature. Though Ajivan Mukta lives in a world of diversity, yet he is unruffled by the pairs of opposites. He regards all things with an eye of equality. As he sees no difference between the soul and the world, the jiva and Brahman, or between Brahman and the universe, he always enjoys inner peace and blessedness. Whether tormented by the wicked or worshipped by the good, he remains undisturbed. His compassion for living beings is without bounds. The outside world cannot produce any change in his real self, as the rivers flowing into the ocean cannot disturb its immeasurable and bottomless waters. Ajivan Mukta, the liberated man, transcends the scriptures and social conventions. He is beyond the imperative of ethics. Yet he cannot do anything that is not good or not conductive to the welfare of others. Long before the attainment of Brahman, when he was an aspirant for the knowledge of the Absolute, he eradicated all wicked propensities and selfish desires. After the realization of Brahman, he becomes free, but not whimsical. He becomes spontaneous, but not given to license. He is totally unobstructed in his actions and thought, yet he never makes a false step or sets a bad example to others. The great ethical virtues such as humility, unselfishness, purity, kindness, and fellow-feeling, which prior to the attainment of knowledge he assiduously practiced for the purification of the mind, all now adorn him like so many jewels. He does not seek them. They cling to him. Ajifan Mukta alone knows the true meaning of freedom and enjoys it. He is free from all the bondage imposed on men by the world. He is free from ignorance, ego, desires, and attachment. He may get his food by begging, without anxiety or humiliation, and his drink from the water of her river. He moves about freely and may sleep without fear in forests or in deserted cremation grounds. He might go about naked or wrap himself in bark or in a rag. The earth is his bed and the sky is his roof. He roams in the avenue of Vedanta and his pastime is in the supreme Brahman. He may wear no outer mark of holiness at all. He enjoys without attachment like a child the sense objects offered by others. Free from desires, he enjoys material objects, but never forgets his omnipotent divine self. Sometimes a fool, sometimes a sage, sometimes a possessed person of regal splendor, sometimes wandering, sometimes behaving like a motionless python, which waits for its food to come to it, sometimes wearing a benign expression, sometimes honored, sometimes insulted, sometimes unknown. Thus lives the man of realization, ever happy in the knowledge of Brahman. Though without riches, yet ever content, though helpless, yet endowed with exceeding power, 
though detached from sense objects, yet eternally satisfied. Though working, yet inactive, and though enjoying the fruits of action, yet untouched by them. Though possessed of a body, yet unidentified with it, and though appearing to be a finite soul, yet omnipresent and infinite is he. As a piece of wood is borne by a current to high or low ground, so is his body carried by the momentum of past actions to the varied experiences of their fruits as they present themselves in due course. He neither directs the senses to their objects nor detaches them from these, but looks on as an unconcerned spectator, and he has not the least craving for the fruits of action, his mind being thoroughly intoxicated with drinking the undiluted lecture of the bliss of Brahman. Ajivan Mukta is no longer concerned about bondage or liberation, for these really do not belong to the soul, the spirit, ever free. Bondage and freedom are characteristics of the mind, and the mind is falsely superimposed upon the soul. In his own self-imposed bondage, the ignorant man becomes entangled and then strives for emancipation. But we are told in the inspiring words of the Upanishad, there is neither death nor birth, neither a struggling nor a bound soul, neither a seeker after liberation nor a liberated one. This, indeed, is the ultimate truth. A liberated soul lives in the body as long as the momentum of the past actions that have produced it endure. The man may remain outwardly inactive, blessing the world with his compassionate thought, or he might engage in various actions for the good of all, but nothing he does can ever be contrary to truth or knowledge. He dwells in the physical body and may experience disease, old age, and decay, which are all characteristics of material forms. Possessed of sense organs, he may be blind, deaf, or deformed in other ways. He may feel hunger or thirst, or may appear to be a victim of grief and sorrow. Nevertheless, though, he is experiencing all of these momentarily, the characteristics of the body, of the senses, and of the mind. He is never overwhelmed by them. Having once realized their nothingness, he never imagines them to be real again. Any man who knows that what he is seeing is magic does not consider it to be real. Yet he enjoys the magic. He enjoys the performance to his heart's content. Accordingly, it is said, he who sees nothing in the waking state, even as in dreamless sleep, who, though beholding duality, does not really behold it, since he beholds only the absolute, who, though engaged in work, is really inactive, he and no other is the knower of the real self. This is the truth. With the exhaustion of the momentum of his past actions, the Jivan Mukta, or liberated man, is ready to, de to depart from the world. His passing away is not like the death of others, though. The Bhagavad Gita says that he gives up the body as a man gives up his old and worn-out clothes. 
the Upanishad declares that he comes out of the body, purer and brighter, like a snake from its law. His soul does not go out to be reincarnated again, but is instead absorbed in the Absolute Brahman, leaving behind no trace of its separate existence. As milk is poured into milk becomes one with the milk, as water poured into water becomes one with water, as oil poured into oil becomes one with the oil, so the illuminated soul, absorbed in Brahman, becomes one with Brahman. A free soul, even when dwelling in a body, after discarding that body, he attains supreme freedom in Brahman and completely merges in light, peace, knowledge, ultimate reality.